Hi, Siobhan. Welcome to the podcast. Hi, how are you? Hi, I'm good. How are you? Doing? Good. I uh, I have to say, uh, we have to tell uh, the story of uh, when we actually met in person at the checkout of Walmart. Uh, I met yeah. Siobhan. I looked over, and Moose Jaw is a small place. Uh, I looked over and went, are you once upon a bungalow? <laughs> Usually she- people don't know my name. That's what they say. Are you once upon a bungalow? <laughs> Uh, so that's how we uh, that's how we met at the uh, the checkout of Walmart here in Moose Jaw, and uh, I'm uh, happy to have you as the uh, second guest on my rebooted podcast, uh, Siobhan. So thanks for joining oh, really? me. Really? Oh, that's awesome. Well, actually, I said to my husband like at the beginning of 2024, I was like, I think I want to be on a podcast this year. Like, I'm going to just put that out there in the universe. And then, like days later, you said, "Do you want to come on the podcast?" I was like. That's fantastic. I've been following you for a while, Siobhan. How did you get started with uh, with Once Upon a Bungalow? Um, I I always tell really long stories, but I'm going to try and be like short with my answer. You got but, all the time. You um, <laughs> um, it was kind of like when my I had I have two little boys, Marshall and Ted, and um, they I was just on my end of my mat leave with Ted. And I did hair before I did any of this. And I was kind of coming to the end of mat leave and Stuart's sister had passed away and she was the same age as me. And it kind of makes you like recalculate what you're gonna do with your life, how you're gonna, how you're gonna live it. And um, I just said, Stuart, I don't think I'm gonna go back to hair. I think I wanna do something else. And he said, well, what do you wanna do? And within like that hour, we kind of decided well, I could go online university and take um, interior design. So that's what I did. And um, I started online courses. And after having babies too, you know, you go through like different postpartum things and everything. And I found that university really kind of pulled me, pulled me out of any kind of, um, you know, it really helped my mental health is what happened. And the social media stuff happened completely on accident. They kind of encourage you with like university to start, uh, you know, social media so that when you're finished school, maybe an architect, that's like you want to apply to an architecture firm or something like that. It's going to be like your resume is your social media. So I just started uploading different projects that I would do in school, but I would mix it in with a little bit of home renovation. And what happened is people kind of fell in love with Stuart and I's dynamic. And we started to hear like a good response about like just our home projects and people thought it was funny and like relatable. And so we kind of started doing more of that and it kind of just happened organically, which is really cool. Like I never set up to be a content creator or anything like that. It just happened. So where did you where did you start on social media? What was your first platform that kind of took off for you? Um, Instagram was where I started, and I think I put out a Facebook page too. And just recently, I've been trying like to tiptoe in YouTube. I don't know. Do you do YouTube as well? Yeah, it's. I'm not. I'm definitely not a pro in YouTube. It's. Uh, it's, it's. It's a whole like other ballgame. Yeah, it's a whole yeah. different thing. Yeah, exactly. And then. Um, yeah, probably Instagram was like the main one and then a little bit into TikTok. And I find they all like all the different platforms kind of want different things. I don't know if you find that as well. Um, a little bit 
different curated content on each platform, but Instagram's probably my favorite just because you really get to know your audience on there, I find. Yeah, I found uh, TikTok went through a big change recently and uh, I, I couldn't figure out why my videos were suddenly, you know, ones that were getting hundred thousands of views were suddenly get like 10,000 views and then drop off. And that's when I discovered for some reason they changed it. Actually, Leroy Jr., my son, uh, said to me, you know, dad, they want one minute videos now. And I'm like, sure they do. So oh, I tried a one minute video. Long, and it changed they want everything. longer. Yeah. Oh, really? I didn't, I haven't heard that yet. See? So they want length. Do a test on it. Throw a, a video of a minute or longer now on TikTok will do better than, uh, than the short ones that used to go viral. Yeah. And see, that's like, kind of like, you know, you get the odd complaint, like people say it's with what I do with like home renovations. It was too fast. I need you to slow it down. But like, you know, their quick videos are what really gets people's attention and kind of goes viral because people don't have long attention spans, I find. So you really got to like catch their eye right away and get them kind of hooked right away. I love all the videos you share because they're uh, they're from your own home and uh, and all like the renovations you've done. My wife and I were just watching one the other day and she's like, can we just get her to come over to our house and tell us what we need to do here? <laughs> because they're they're so good and it's amazing. Your before and after pictures. So like what was your first project in your house that you did? Well, I mean, like we've been ripping it apart and putting it back together since we moved in in 2011. Like we have a we just. I mean, I love it and Stuart just deals with it, <laughs> but I, um, I started doing projects myself because I would like, um, I would plan out what I wanted and then Stuart would have to come home from his day job and make it happen. And then I kind of got just sick of waiting for him to come. And I'm like, you know what, I, I think I could do this myself. And so I started getting Stuart to show me how to use the different tools and stuff or if we didn't know anything we would just youtube it that's how we always that's how we learn everything and so the first thing i did on my own was just like a little bit of detailing on our sides of our kitchen island and then i just got such a high from that because i was like wow i thought to do it and i made it happen and um then it just kind of progressed like that and stuff but i always get people asking me to come to their house and i always <laughs> am like thank you <laughs> thank you <laughs> You can have a whole side business uh, just off of that, Siobhan, just off of going and giving recommendations to people. You don't even have to do the work. You just tell them what to do. I, I, I find it so personal. It's like, you know, I just like, you know, I, I really believe that you should just like you. You should have whatever you like in your house and it shouldn't be what you think should. I know some people really don't have any idea, but like, you know, I have a closet in my house that's like dedicated to the tv show friends and like just like random stuff because it makes me happy and i always feel so uncomfortable telling people what to put in theirs because it should just be what you like you know <laughs> fair enough well some of us don't have the inspiration that you have siobhan that's that's what it comes <laughs> well, it looks to. like you do look behind you <laughs> all kinds of random signs this one up here is my favorite that one right there the 1 a.m to 6 a.m no parking tuesdays and thursdays <laughs> that was our with that? okay that was our first video that kind of went big for us on tiktok and uh we it was outside of crescent park here in moose jaw and i don't know why these signs were up but uh one of our city councilors heather eby uh saw the video and just loved it and that night they had a uh city planning meeting that she was at and she said hey have you guys seen this video they all watched it and then she said 
why are those no parking signs up? No one at City Hall knew. So a week later, they took them all down, and I got a call from Heather saying, I have something for you if you can stop by my house. And I popped by, and she had that no parking sign for me. Uh, so that's uh, that's the story behind that one. How many were there? What's that? How many were, how many were there? They were all around Crescent Park. Like, I don't know why and no one knew no one knew why those no and there's still some down there actually they they that's missed so the, awesome. taking down a few but they yeah, have to that's... preserve the history of our of our beautiful city that's, that's a part right. of it <laughs> uh that's i so love funny. it yeah yeah and then the I first got a one i ever signs. totally loved of you was um the men at work the men at oh, work one where that we is don't... That is my all-time favorite, actually, Siobhan. Uh, yeah, the uh, women women don't uh, don't need uh, working signs because they're always working and don't need feel the need to point it out when they are. That one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. They change those now. Have they changed those? Or are they still the same? I don't know. I bet you they're they're those are ones are hard to come by because we've we've looked again. Like I've tried to find that sign again and have mm-hmm. not been able to find the same one. So, uh, yeah, I think uh, I think they've gone to just uh, like people working or I don't know. They've changed they changed the the signs up for sure. Uh, on the note of because that of video, you. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> on the note of that video, you know, I got a lot of people who love that video. Had some, you know chauvinistic guys who were real mad about it and sent me messages and you just released a video recently uh kind of dealing with the haters and i love the way you did it can you tell us about that video oh i've done two like this now and um i i don't want to make it like a habit of doing it all the time but i do when i get like a really nasty comment i'll screenshot it and i keep it because I'm like, everything is content. And how can I make this better? You know what I mean? Like, I think about it in that perspective. But I, what I did is I, I posted a video of all of the negative comments that I've got in the last six months. And um, just said, like, your words are, how did I say it? I just think people don't realize their words have power, whether they're negative or positive. And um, I think every once in a while, it's important just to remind people, like, you know, we are human and, you know, this is hurtful to write. And um, I think when people see that, they're going to be like more mindful of what they are writing online because they are hiding behind a phone. They don't think that it's, they think they can get away with it more. And I do often get the comment, if you're going to put yourself out there then you have to expect negativity and you have to expect mean comments. And I disagree because I always say, if that's like saying, oh, if you walk down the street, you have to be okay with being punched in the face. I think like, you know, like it's not true. Like you should never, never be treated like that. You know, there's, it's just, so I, I have, you know, my bad days where it'll get to me a little bit more than it does. And then I have good days where I kind of just laugh it off. How do you, how do you deal with the, or do you not get any? No, I absolutely do. And I thought it was really interesting, your video, because I actually have a folder on my phone called um, Arseholes, uh, which I save all of those <laughs> photos into as well. And I have thought I'm going to use them at some point uh, in, in some kind of a video. So I thought it was really interesting when yours came. I feel yeah. like I am pretty good at brushing it off. Uh, for the most part, I've just, if someone's got something to say, I usually just screenshot it and then I just 
ban them from my page and I don't ever have to hear from them again. Uh, but yeah, at the end of the day, I totally agree with you that I don't understand why people feel the need to, uh, to do that, but they always will because they can be anonymous and, uh, you don't know who mm-hmm. they are when they're making the comments, but I, I've had a ton of them as well. Yeah. It's, uh, and I feel like well, I always have that jealousy. debate with, yeah, and I always do have that issue with like, do I cross their names out or do I expose them? <laughs> but then I feel like I'm a part of the problem if I'm going to just put their name out there, and I don't want to be, I don't want to be like fight bullying with more bullying. That's not the point of it. It's, it's just like you know, stop stop treating people like this right kind of a video but yeah I always get nervous to post those but they always have a positive um reaction and I think a lot of people might see it and be like oh I have done that before maybe I shouldn't kind of think about things that they put out there I love the way I love yeah I love the way that you tackled it I think that was uh, that was fantastic so job well done on that uh, and uh, I've been enjoying following your videos for quite a while now I think I, it was it wasn't until I was following for a while that I realized hey, wait a minute she's from Moose Jaw too uh, it's it's a small yeah, community yeah I know yeah there's like quite a few Saskatchewan creators though and um, like we've got quite a bit of pretty awesome creators here. Well, you had Ryan on here and yeah. 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 That's my, I want to, I want to start off uh, with featuring some Saskatchewan creators. I thought that would be awesome to be able to, uh, to highlight some of the people here in our province and then we'll go beyond from there. But uh, that's why I was so excited that you were able to, uh, you were able to come on Uh, when you, uh, when you are doing all this work at your place, do you have a favorite project that you've done so far? Like one that stands out that you're like, Oh my goodness, that was my favorite one I did. Well, there's always like the ones that get like, like you said, that sign did was always does well for you with content. It performs the men working sign. That was like your golden ticket. So I do, we have a privacy fence in our backyard. Every time I post that, it it does really well. So like, that's a great one that I love it. Um, The Murphy bedroom, which I'm in right now, people really love the Murphy bedroom. Um, But then also we do some really random projects. We built a hobbit hole in our backyard just because we love Lord of the Rings. And we had to redo our shed that was just rotting and falling down and I was like, you know what I've always wanted is the hobbit hole. (laughs) So like, that's another part of social media I find is like uh, a really positive place because a lot of people, um, they see that kind of stuff and maybe they're not interested in Lord of the Rings, but they think I don't have to make my house how other people should like it. I get to make it how I want it. So, you know, I had a girl message me and say, I made my whole bathroom Schitt's Creek themed. And I'm like, good for you. Like, you know, and I, I love that kind of inspiration in the world that the Hobbit hole, I absolutely love that project. We just did a secret passageway in our kids room. I don't know if you saw that one. Yes. I love that one with the, the uh, Mario tube on the one side and the Nerf guns on the other side. Yes. 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 The kids (laughs) love that. So, and it's so good for the kids to see like this kind of stuff and like, you know, it makes them like excited to create too. So I love that part of it. Just like your son, Leroy Jr. Yeah. Yeah. It's been fun to get to have him in some of the videos. The one he did uh, with the uh, turn right at the moose. There's a Tim Hortons sign coming into Moose Jaw billboard that says turn right at the moose five minutes ahead for Tim Hortons. Uh, he did yeah. that video and it went viral. And I'm like, you're that video just went b- more viral than most of the videos I've done in the last while. 
And did he love so he that? He was super excited about that. Yeah. That yeah, was a lot of fun. Super proud. Yeah. And I bet you he's super proud to be a part of it and like seeing you do what you do. Yeah. Yeah, he has. Uh, he's enjoyed, and I and I've enjoyed being able to have him come along. And uh, he's filmed some of my videos. You'll always know which ones he's holding the camera on because he makes sure I say it's Leroy Junior behind the camera at the end of the <laughs> at the end of the Aww. video. So, yeah, it's uh, it's been a lot of fun getting to uh, tour around with him and uh, and my wife and get to uh, to film a bunch of this stuff. Where does your inspiration come from for your projects, Siobhan? This is I'm so curious about this. Oh, I mean, it depends which one. I no, I feel like like the Hobbit. Like, um, I just always loved the Lord of the Rings, and I like dressed up like a Hobbit for the the dances in high school. And <laughs> clearly, I had just lots of boyfriends. <laughs> just came dressed as a Hobbit, <laughs> but I um, it. I just yeah i don't know i think i just really focus on what makes me happy and then another big one is and this is probably uh, i think a lot of people relate to your your cat my like, cat yeah she's about to step on the keyboard i'm like no 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 let's not end the interview early <laughs> oh but what was i saying now i don't even remember the cat distracted me <laughs> you're talking about your inspiration and then you were talking about dressing yeah. up like a hobbit and you're about to go into something else <laughs> God, I'm going to listen back to this and be like, oh my Lord, Siobhan, why do you always have to talk about what Hogwarts house you're sorted into or something stupid? Anyway, um, I just think that a lot of people are looking for um, how to make the house that they have work. I think in our like, well, I don't, I think it's definitely my generation. It's always been like, you know, we should, we need a bigger house or we need to move into a bigger space. And, and I remember thinking that too, when we first bought this house, I was like, oh, this is a starter home. Like, you know, we'll get something bigger and better. And, but then I started kind of flipping the way my mind focused on that. And I was like, what if we just chose to love this house and make it work for our family? And so everything is very like multifunctional in our house, which is why this is an office and a guest room. And it's also our laundry room. And like, we're trying to kind of think of ways to make this house work and appreciate this one for what it is. And it's no saying that we won't eventually one day move to something different. I'll probably run out of projects eventually, but um, I think the main inspiration, yeah, is just like really trying to work with what you got, you know, and I, where, do you guys have a big house? No, no, we, well, actually we just moved. We actually just moved into our new house, but our old house uh, was like 600 square feet. And we was, we very much oh. outgrew that one. <laughs> so we moved yeah, into yeah, that's tiny. A, a little bit bigger of a house, but it's only a three bedroom house. And, uh, and we love it. We didn't want something huge either. We just, again, like, kind of like you said, we just wanted something that worked for our family and gave us a little more space. And, uh, and we got this one cause we are like, there's a lot of potential in this house. There's, you know, it didn't have to check uh-huh. every box, but it's like, we can do things as we, uh, as we go along. So I love that the way that you uh the way that you tackle all those projects and it's been an inspiration to watch them like looking at your backyard i was i have like a blank slate of a backyard right now siobhan i've oh, got yes. it's 50 percent weeds back there and i'm like you know but ours was too yeah well and i see the way your backyard looks in those videos i'm like oh my goodness that's what i want like i love your privacy fence that you have and and the way that you've laid everything out so i think it's cool that you're kind of inspiring other people's projects now through your own I love that. I love when people say like, I built this because 
I saw that you built this or something like that. But, you know, and I always try and, and be as real as possible. Be like, okay, well, we moved in in 2011 and it didn't look like this until 2022. You know, like it took us a really long time to get like the trees to mature. And we've never had like a master plan of how we wanted the backyard to look. We get that question quite a bit is, did you have this like grand plan? Well, no, we were like, oh, we can afford to buy one tree this paycheck. Like, let's put the tree there, you know, kind of thing. And we just worked away at it, which is another thing I think that resonates with people is like hearing that it doesn't take, you know, it's not the snap of the fingers and it's happened, that it takes years to make your house, you know, how you want it. I mean, some people can afford to completely overhaul their house. And but I think the majority of people, you know, just need to chip away at it and realize that's okay. I love that one project at a time and, and take it from there. Yeah. So obviously you've uh, grown fairly large on social media. Has that brought any kind of opportunities for you that you didn't know you'd, you'd get to have otherwise? 100%. I am on Leroy and Leroy's podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I, I said that to start before I like came down here to do this. I was like, how do I get myself into these things? <laughs> it's crazy. Um, I just noticed your your sweater is a Barbie Leroy sweater. <laughs> oh, oh, you're Knuff. I love it. <laughs> yeah, I made this. I made this before I actually saw the movie. Uh, I made it when the movie came out. I was like, I need a Leroy Barbie sweater, and then I uh, I wore it to a uh, uh, Comic Con thing that I got invited to out in New Brunswick. So. Uh, and then I released them for a very short time. I did not sell a lot of them, but I, uh, I, I love the design. Well, I want one. I want one if you have any left over. <laughs> I will send, I will send you the link for this one. <laughs> okay. Um, what was he saying? Oh, crazy, crazy. Um, like things that have come up. Um, yeah. another one that was just like absolutely wild to me was the Saskatchewan Rough Riders. They, they content, like I was a huge rider fan growing up as we all are living in Saskatchewan and they DM'd me and I swore, I swore it was um, like fake, you know, like I thought there's, there's no way. And I phoned my dad and I remember my grandparents were over at my dad's house and I swear to God, there is nothing that my parents would be proud, prouder of than like a collaboration with the Saskatchewan Rough Riders. So that was really cool. We worked with the riders and then through the riders, we met a few people from the CFL and ended up doing a few things for the CFL and the Grey Cup this year, which again, seems so crazy. Like a lot of the things I didn't really even think to dream have kind of fallen our way and it just seems so surreal. And I'm sure you feel that way too. Yeah, there was a moment I could I could pinpoint one of the moments for me, uh, and my wife and I were in the uh, in the mall at the uh, one of the like the Bell kiosk getting new phones, and while her phone was getting done, I was scrolling on mine, and I hit on uh, Instagram, and um, one of the guys from Letterkenny, Dylan Playfair. Now, do you watch Letterkenny? Oh my gosh. Well, I, I know of it. My husband watches it, yes. <laughs> well, Dylan Playfair is one of, like, the hockey bros in it. He's the guy with, like, the blonde, shaggy hair. Uh, he had shared, like, five or six of our videos on Instagram and videoed himself laughing and was like, you guys got to check this out. These guys are so funny. I'm crying. Uh, so I've saved that video. 
it is on my Instagram highlights for Leroy and Leroy. Uh, but that amazing. was one of those moments that just stood out to me. I was like, oh, my goodness. My wife's talking to the guy at the kiosk, and I'm, like, pulling on her sleeve. I'm like, look, 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 look. <laughs> did she know? Did she know who it was? Uh, she kind of did. Uh, but uh, but realized pretty quickly that uh, it was it was a pretty big deal. It was it was pretty cool. But those are the moments. And that and uh, last May, uh, we got to uh, interview Red Green. Steve Smith came on oh, that's the amazing. Uh, the podcast, and uh, unfortunately, the audio did not record properly. <laughs> but no, uh, we streamed it live. It is on YouTube, uh, and we got to you know chat with uh, with red green for half an hour and growing up watching uh him duct tape everything together was uh was the thing that i forever will remember watching with my dad so those are those did are a couple guys, of my did you guys moments. contact him or did he find how did how did that yeah we out? reached out just we're like shot in the dark let's see if we can get uh steve smith on the podcast and uh somehow it all it all came together and, and actually we actually got him and it was incredible we were actually having trouble connecting with him uh, we had this audio wasn't working and we said, you know, we can do this another time if you want. Cause we were get called him on the phone and he said, he said, no, I've been looking forward to this all week. He said, I was at a funeral today Aww. and I just want to, I just want to chat and have some laughs. And, uh, I'm just like, oh my goodness. Like this guy's oh, a Canadian that, legend. That means, that means everything. Right. And so that's the amazing part is getting to meet, uh, you know, somebody and, and then find out that yes, he really is a good person. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Isn't that so nice when you meet someone and you're like, oh, my God, they're just as I expected. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, and half the, half the business of content creating and all those different things is just taking shots in the dark and like reaching out and being like, hey, like, you know, I, you know, I'm Siobhan and, you know, get to know these people and see if they do want to work with you and all those things. And I've been trying to get HGTV to pay attention to us. But um, that seems like a big, big stretch. For I'm going to start tagging Maybe. them in every one of your posts. <laughs> we'll ta- you never know. We'll tag them. We'll tag them in this podcast with this clip and say HGTV. Pay attention to Siobhan at Once Upon a Bungalow. Uh, I would tune into <laughs> that show every single week, Siobhan. Oh, I know. I'm like, hey, where's my show here, you guys? I'm waiting. No, I'm just kidding. But uh, that's one of like kind of my major goals and stuff. You know how you kind of like set that um, some some sort of connection with that would be amazing. And um, but yeah, we've had lots of really wild ones. And like, it's crazy too to think like I think the first one we got was with a, a jewelry company, just like a really small piece of jewelry got sent to us. And I just I remember just being so grateful and like I couldn't believe it that someone would, you know, and I still feel that way. I still feel like super grateful for every opportunity that's come. And I still it's really hard to almost wrap your head around because it's things that are so so wild, you know, like like you said. Yeah, I th- I'm sure one of the ones I saw you do too was a collab. Did you do well, like with like a tool brand? Oh, I we partner with Greenworks quite a bit, Greenworks Tools, and they are super awesome because basically they've given us they're the ones who sponsored the Hobbit Hole, and um, basically they have kind of given us total creative freedom, which is amazing because a lot of companies they'll have certain campaigns they want you to follow. Um, certain guidelines of how they want the content to look or something. You still have creative 
freedoms, but uh, Greenworks, they're just always, they're amazing. They're just like, what's next? What's next? What are you up to next? And um, I keep thinking of all these really weird ideas and they just keep saying, okay. <laughs> so they also sponsored the boys' closets, which was crazy. Just crazy. That's fantastic. And it's cool that those opportunities get to come uh, that, uh, you know, from something that became, started as a passion project for you, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like it really zero intentions on becoming a creator of any kind. And, um, but it kind of fell into it really organically, which I think is, yeah, which is, I think is the appeal to it. I think people sense that it's just, it truly is fun. And I do love being there. And, um, you know, it has its hard times. I'm sure that you know this too, where you have to show up if you aren't feeling like it, <laughs> you got to show up and, and you got to be on. And I'm assuming you particularly like, you know, running into you at like Walmart or different but you wear a wig so you kind of have a disguise oh you just you just let the cat out of the bag siobhan i've never admitted that <laughs> siobhan, siobhan just outed me on my own podcast uh yeah no it's 100 percent true <laughs> but it, that that for me is one of the things that works for me because i could take the wig off and uh, and not be quite as as noticed uh, that was one of the things i talked to doka ryan about last week was he gets spotted all the time have, have you run into that where where people are are uh, calling you out yeah. in public when you're when you're out places maybe in your uh, yellow bug uh which is also oh, featured well, in a lot of your videos good lord i said again i'm a person that gets road rage so i'm like i can never have road rage ever again i said just why did i do this to myself it is so obvious the car and i went and put like daisy rims on it and like it's just i'm like everyone all right so but um yeah we have been noticed a few times i don't leave the house very often to be honest <laughs> like i mean when you work from home but um, we were going into HomeSense one day and there was a, a lady that came out of HomeSense as me and Stuart were going in. And a lot of people do notice Stuart probably before they notice me, which is hilarious. And she full on screamed and it was so funny. We were like, what, what is going on? And um, she just screamed and she was just like, oh my God, oh my God, I love you guys so much. And um, it was, that was the first time that ever happened. And, and I just gave her a hug and she was like, kind of getting teary. And I just patted her back and I'm like, and I regret saying, I'm like, Oh no, 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 you, 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 you be quiet. That's enough. Like I was just trying to, I was like, just me. It's, oh my God. But then of course I'm like, Oh, why did I say this Siobhan? But you never know if you're going to react in that kind of a situation, but she was a sweetheart and, um, she still chats with me online. And so I, that was a really cool one. And then we recently drove to Medicine Hat for a concert. We were going to see a young artist named Cameron Whitcomb. And um, he was on American Idol. He's like the Canadian American Idol guy. And um, I was like, I love him. Let's go to see him in Medicine Hat at this little pub. And there was this girl there. And um, she was she was partying. She was having a time. She was she was. <laughs> Definitely like partying the most out of anybody who's partying there. <laughs> she was, she had a lot of alcohol. Anyway, she came up to us and she was quite excited to see us too. And it was pretty funny. It's always interesting in, uh, when it comes to dealing with people who are a little fueled by alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty funny. 
all of their inhibitions have uh, have gone out the window. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't... She was like, if I, mm, I'm not even going to say what she said. Never mind. <laughs> tell you later i'll text you good i can't wait i can't wait to hear this story so i'm curious you said you're hoping the hgtv people find you uh what's your what's your vision like what would your what would your tv show be what would once upon a bungalow on hgtv Um, feature i don't know that's a good question i haven't even thought that far in advance um so you need the pitch ready to go siobhan i i do i do need the pitch ready now that you say that you know like I think there needs to be a show for like people with like normal people houses. So like, you know, like I feel like a lot of those shows are showing like multi-million dollar mansions. And so maybe like, like bungalows, bungalow, something to do with bungalow renovation, smaller homes. Listen, I have your first project house right here. I'm living in it. So when you get your show, you can come on over here, do whatever you want. Well, my, my wife will sign off on it already, so I can guarantee that. Does she want to see her passageway? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. Where would we be? Yeah, she's got her own little, like, get ready room. Her third bedroom is her, like, oh, really? has turned into her walk-in her. closet. So you could, she would probably love for that room to be redone. Good for her. Yeah. <laughs> Who doesn't need a get ready room? I know, right? Yeah. Who needs the third bedroom? That was, (laughs) I said, I'll have the basement. You can have the third bedroom to do whatever you want with it. So (laughs) that's awesome. You get the whole basement? Well, not the whole base. Well, okay. I got to hang hockey jerseys around our whole basement. I think there's like, (laughs) oh, you get get creative control. Gotcha. Gotcha. And then half of it's covered in my son's stuff, hockey stuff. So really, like, I think he has the basement. I just got to hang stuff up on the wall. Yes, for sure. For sure. That's awesome. So what, what's, uh, what's next for you? What's, uh, what do you hope, uh, is coming your way next? Oh, what is, well, we had a few projects coming up. We're redoing our basement, speaking of basements. So we're going to take out a few walls, stuff like that. So projects of course are coming up. Uh, Stuart and I, um, there was like an ad that popped up for like amazing race. It's like apply to amazing. Have you seen that app? And I was like, I sent it to my friend. Do you know the, do you know, Andrew, the Saskatchewander? Okay. Yeah. I know who that is. Yeah. Okay. I sent it to him and I'm like, you're made for this. You should apply. And he's like, you, you and Stuart should apply. And I thought, I was like, yeah, right. Could you imagine like the whole time would be like me yelling at Stuart to to wait for me. (laughs) And I'm like, then I kind of got to thinking about it. And I thought to myself, you know what? Like, that would be a blast. So we actually did apply and I'm waiting to hear, but who knows? I don't know. Would you do it? Would you do something like that? Would I do amazing? I don't know. I, I feel like this is what would happen to me on amazing races. I would get to the point of uh, something, having to eat something gross or having to do something with heights. And I'd just be like, yeah, no, I'm good. Yeah. Yeah. I'm out. Bye. <laughs> yeah. I know. I, I thought about that too. I'm like, what wouldn't I do? Like jump off a building or something like that. But I don't know. I think, yeah. So I'm, I'm like, I'm manifesting all these different kind of things, stuff like that. Just like totally crazy things. I kind of hope happen. I love it. So your application is in for amazing race then? Yeah. We haven't heard anything though. And so we might have to apply again next year, but 
Um, we didn't work very hard on our application video. I think we should put a little more effort into it next year because we kind of just threw it together right before the deadline. And um, but yeah, it's quite the application process and um, pretty intense. Like it wasn't a quick thing to do. I don't know if you've seen what you have. It's quite no, I have not. I did go through the process for Family Feud Canada. Uh, cool. which is a whole process on its own uh, and they did not take us someone, really? someone from Family Feud Canada actually reached out and they were like hey we love your videos you should apply for the show so we're like well let's apply for the show so we applied yeah, and then yeah. the next step is they do if you get through that first stage the next step is they do an audition which for the audition they literally video you with everybody in your group and we'll ask like some family feud questions and ask for different stories about everyone so that they would be oh. prepped and ready for the show. Uh, so what they, so we did it at the time we right behind the camera and I kind of combined families and we did it. And then they wanted us to reapply as two separate families. And we were just like, we're not going through that whole process again. <laughs> oh, that sounds like, yeah, that sounds like a huge deal, but that would be so fun. Right. To I know. Get on it. I would just love to meet Jerry D as well. Yeah, like what a time it would be. And just to like experience what it would be like. Like it'd be so crazy. Yeah, I I so think it would be fun. Some form of reality TV. That's would be that would be cool. <laughs> That's next for me. <laughs> there you go. I hope uh I I can feel it coming your way, Siobhan. I I I have a feeling you're going to wind up on the amazing race. I just, uh, I'm putting that out there for you right now. Again, let's tag them. Let's, you know, HGTV and Amazing Race. <laughs> if I you get know. HGTV and Amazing Race deals out of this, I uh, do expect, <laughs> I do expect some advice on my house after that. <laughs> okay, I guess so. <laughs> for you. <laughs> uh, I appreciate you taking time to uh, to chat with me, Siobhan. This has been a uh, a ton of fun. Uh, people can check you out uh, at Once Upon a Bungalow. Is that that's on TikTok, Instagram? Uh, you, what's your YouTube? Is it still? Is it just Once Upon a Bungalow? Yep. Yeah, and Facebook. Facebook's really kind of taken off right now. So Facebook's a good one too because people are always asking for those longer video formats, and those are on there. Okay. Well, there you go. Check her out on all your social medias, Siobhan at Once Upon a Bungalow. You'll get a ton of inspiration for your home projects, I uh, I promise. And uh, I still think we need to come up with some kind of a collab at some point, Siobhan. Yes, let's do it. I don't know what we do, but sure. There's always something to do. <laughs> <laughs> My God, you got to say your catchphrase and everything. Right? I know. <laughs> So thanks for joining me. Uh, I'm Leroy. That's Siobhan. There's always something to do.